Hello, all you barren spinsters, or BSers, as I call us, and others who are alone but not lonely. Thank you for returning for Season 2, or welcome to Barren Spinster, not BS, for the first time. This is a podcast to tell the stories of how it is being alone in life, but with friends and a go-get-em attitude, we are not lonely. And if you are lonely, come join us. I hope this podcast lets you feel less alone, gives you a chuckle, or perhaps warn those still wanting a partner, perhaps children as well, as I did. I'm hoping this podcast will celebrate all we can be and all we can do, although we are in our fifth decade and must march without a partner or children. We won't have what married people have, especially those with children for me. However, we can, do, and should let our sparkle shine. Like season one, this podcast goal is to create an online community for us BSers or other alone people to rant and celebrate together. So please send me an email or connect through social media. I can share your emails or comments in an episode if you'd like me to. The me. The email is baronspinster, not bs at gmail.com. Baronspinster, not bs at gmail.com. All lowercase, no spaces. For social media, it is the name of this podcast with no spaces. So, baronspinster, not bs. Before I begin the episode, great news. My city's COVID restrictions have eased up a tiny bit. After a five-week lockdown, will take even a tiny bit. Now we're back to limited capacity shopping and patio-only dining. But the best news is my scuba diving course is allowed to run. I've been waiting for it for so long. You've been hearing about it in season one. It is a two-hour give-it-a-try class, so I can figure out if I enjoy it or if I actually have ability for it. Who knows? And if I fail, oh well, I tried. I hope your COVID restrictions aren't too great and that you're safe. Perhaps you're getting out and trying something new. Let us know. The second thing I'd like to mention before I start is I want to thank you all for listening along with me on this podcast. However, I've decided that this will be the last episode for Season 2. My style of writing really is slice-of-life writing. The idea for this podcast is to write from the viewpoint of a BSer while being amongst others in society and during travels. For example, what is it like as a BSer going to the theater alone or as the third wheel or the dreaded fifth wheel or dining out or attending a large festival with a group of friends? How does the BSer see things? How are things changed because they are a BSer? And my main direction for this podcast is writing about traveling as a BSer mostly alone, but also when friends meet up with me. So until COVID allows me to enjoy fun things, I'm going to press pause on this podcast. However, I want to give you one more episode. To end this season, I'll share another of my travel stories from my epic European 2019 holiday. Travel is one of my passions, and the recent episode of Pompeii, Peck, had many likes. Thank you for all those shoutouts so I thought another travel story might hold interest. As well, one listener asked for my story of the Blarney Castle, so thank you for that feedback, and thus I will choose that story for this episode. The story includes the castle and the stone, but did you know next to the castle is an enchanted forest? So don your green, and please have a listen.
Day 2 of my great European vacation. Today, my cousin took me to Blarney Castle. Again, like Pompeii, I thought it would be a great adventure to get there. Perhaps a long car ride along a cliffside roads, or a train ride. Nope. Again, for this great tourist site, we took the city bus. Yep, that's simple. I was staying at my cousin's place, who lives in Cork, so Blarney is close enough to take the city bus for only two euros. It was a double-decker bus, and we got to sit on the top floor in the front. The neat thing about this city bus, on the top floor, there is just one large window that stretches the width of the bus from top to floor. It's like having a movie screen in front of you. So I had a great show on my way to the Blarney Castle. I watched stereotypical little places of Ireland whooshing by. We got off the bus in the town of Blarney. What? Blarney is a town? That was my first surprise. I thought when you went to Blarney Castle, you just went to a castle and its grounds with the obligatory gift shops. Nope. Blarney is a small village where people live and commute to other towns to and from for work and whatever, just like New Pompeii. And the castle includes grounds that are really quite a large and mystical park. We had so much fun. From the bus stop, we made the quick jaunt to the castle entrance, then off to the castle. While approaching the castle, there's a sign that informs you there's a 90-minute wait to get inside. Then other encouraging signs along the way, stating you're almost there. However, if you travel there in February, as I did, there's no one and no wait. It was like my cousin and I were celebrities, and they closed the castle down just for, her, for us. Perhaps ten other people, and no wait. The castle is actually a tower, fort, stronghold, rather than a castle. Back then, one family lived in the castle, and the peasants farmed the land and did the chores. The castle owner took income from them, and in trade, should there be an attack on their area, everyone and the livestock gathered within the castle walls. There is a watchtower just outside the castle's main gate, and inside the castle's main door, if you look up, you can see a murder hole. Do, do, do. It is a great, so someone could pour boiling hot tar on top of you or shoot arrows down at you. Imagine if they had the 30-minute pizza delivery rule back then. Inside, you see some of the bedrooms in the main chamber hall, but no furniture is left or recreated. On the roof of the castle is where the Blarney Stone is located. At the stone, there are four legends of how the stone came to be located on the roof of the castle. Legends include a man rescuing a witch and another of a tragic love story. At the stone, there is a man there to help you hold on to, on to you because you must sit down and lean far down and then far back. There are also iron handrails to help you. Without this man and a grate below, you could fall to your death while leaning to kiss the Blarney Stone. So, while I was attempting my Cirque du Soleil myself down to the stone, I thought, how about we move the stone to a safer, more accessible place and just make up another legend on how it got there? Who would know? Since no one was there, the man could talk to us a bit and I could take my time, which was good. I actually got dizzy while upside down, 
Odd, but that was that. There was a second man there, perhaps for crowd control or to keep this poor man company on these slow days. Anywho, it was experience and fun. And BSers, I was smoochin' in Ireland. After kissing the Blarney Stone, we had a rest at the gift shop cafe. We got snacks and two postcards. One of the postcards I noticed right away, because I was thinking, are those sheep in the picture making a path to the castle, or are those stones? My cousin said, no, those are naked people. They were crouching like stones. She explained, Spencer Tunick, T-U-N-I-C-K, is a famous photographer who uses nude people in his shots. Check out his work. It's rather interesting. My cousin taught me about Irish crisps. Today we had Guinness chili pepper crisps and shamrock and sour cream. Both with packages were designed to entice the tourist. One with Guinness beer on it and the other a cow in a meadow with shamrocks on his belly. Both crisps were yummy. We sat outside as it is spring-like temperatures here. Cool in the day, then cold after 5 p.m. We enjoyed our snacks while gazing at the castle. That was a memory. Next, we explored the grounds. Such fun. A must-do. It looked like a lovely park, but it was so much more. It actually was an enchanted forest. Birds chirped and guided you throughout your visit. We went, went first down a witch's staircase marked by a rock that looked like the witch's profile. Was she watching us? It was a bit eerie. We ducked into hermit caves for protection and then ran amongst trees the height of the great red oaks found on the west coast of North America. We played in the Druid Caves. My cousin is also a storyteller, so we made up stories of the woodland creatures living here. Could we hear cackles of women? Could we smell a cauldron boiling? Could we see seven little miners heading home? Something golden on the ground. It was smooth. Was it a precious ring? We made up stories of this enchanted land all along the way. Such fun. Emerging from the forest, you catch a glimpse of an estate house. A royal Irish family must, must have got tired of living in the drafty castle, so they made quite a nice large estate house. Think Downton Abbey. After that, you walk to another part of the forest, and this one feels like you've stepped into a tropical oasis. Weird for Ireland in February. The ferns look like miniature palm trees. What were these? We learn the castle has an agreement with Vietnam to breed some of their plants. Next, there was what looked like Hawaii tiki statues throughout the garden area near a man-made waterfall. It was so bizarre to be near a medieval castle and yet be in what seemed like a tropical garden. We stopped back in the village of Blarney to have a pub break where I enjoyed chips. Theirs is a reason to fly to Ireland, fresh, crisp, and delicious. We looked at a few shops in the village, then took the city bus, bus home. It was crack, spelled C-R-A-I-C, which is an Irish saying to say it was enjoyable. The quote for this episode is about endings, as I spoke about at the beginning of this episode. This will be the last episode for season two. But do know, I will be here, pen in hand, waiting for COVID restrictions in my city and beyond to end so I can return to writing about a BSer's life. 
The quote does not have an author, so let's pretend it is said by me to you, wishing you well on your next adventure. It is not an ending. It's just the point in the story where you turn the page. Wishing you peace, my fellow BSers, or others who are alone. Baron Spinster, not BS, at gmail.com. Baron Spinster, not BS, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook.